Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to another video and podcast from Fantasy Football Scout. Today it's all about Sky Sports Fantasy Football and there's £50,000 up for grabs for the winner. My name is Joe and joining me ahead of Game 24's fixtures is Luke. Luke, how are you? I'm good Joe. I'm an okay week for me in the end. So um, obviously after overhaul it's nice to get some things right but um yeah a few few captain fails from me playing a little bit safe i guess and uh and missing out on, on the odd points here here or there so i think i ended up on 134 which seems on the, i mean for the top 100 it's um it's not particularly good but i think it's uh sort of around average or just below average so surviving surviving well that's yeah. it i mean we, we, well yeah i mean i got 132 and we were saying before on air, I didn't know whether it was any good <laughs> mm. because because in Sky you can't really see what people have got, and I can't I can't be bothered to just add up everyone what they got last time and and mm. and those things. So, but yeah, for the gist I get from on Twitter, um, there were a few sort of 140, 150s around. So I've I, I, from the absolute top top teams, it's just sort of just below that, but you know, pretty good. You know, it's it's within the chasing pack. For me, I'm around the top of the thousand, so I'm, I've been hovering around sort of the nine hundred uh, mark, and 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 I fell at time, uh, and I and I had a, I suppose what you would call a green arrow in sky, uh, mm. but a very small one. So yeah, we're looking for differentials probably coming up soon. Um, before we have a look at our teams and some of our plans and the community questions and of course our captains for game week 24 uh, just um here's some uh, latest tier two bonus and man of the match um players that uh, are noticed here man of the match martinez at villa uh, that's annoying Shock. for us Mart- mm. non-martinez owners um jesse lingard still <laughs> Badging away there uh, with the mm. points. Uh, Gundogan, we know, who was in a lot of, it was in our team and and a lot of other teams. Uh, Ashley Barnes, it's great to see Barnes there actually. Um, although is that Barnes? That's actually Barnes. I think I'm looking at the uh, um, sort of looking at the Burnley Barnes rather than the Leicester Barnes is the one I'm after. Um, Bamiang and Werner as well. Werner is interesting because he's starting to get get the points in, gradually getting the assists in. He's getting man of the match as well. He's starting to become an option. And as we were discussing a little before we came on air, the fixtures do change um, in 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 FPL terms around the game week 30, 31 mark. So it's around that mark in Sky. I haven't looked at the exact date. But basically Chelsea become good. So perhaps Werner could be an option around mm. then. 
Um, passing tier two, Holgate, Maguire, Lindelof, Zinchenko. So well done those who got Zinchenko on their uh, overhaul um, as, as an extra Man City option. Cancelo, Godfrey, um, Cooper, Jorginho, who's in my team. So I'm pleased he got some passing tier two there. Kovacic and Rodri, um, who got his only, probably only penalty of his career. Um, so well done. Um, tackles tier two, Aspilicueta, Holgate, Alexander-Arnold, Pereira, who I was really close, really close to getting in. Mm. as a long-term option and Leicester's fixtures I quite like and I thought he'd be a differential I just didn't do it in the end and I I sort of wish I had um, Zinchenko and Hoiberg uh, saves tier 2 Martinez again Fabianski shots tier 2 not many um, Aubameyang Vardy and Fernandez. Um, so Fernandez really underlying his potential and Aubameyang who we did say um, will the winner of, of uh, Sky uh, be someone who's tapped into a Bamiang's points. He got a hat trick last time out, so maybe. I mean, out of all of those players, there anything spring to mind? Any sort of players you're looking at getting, or players you've already got and you're pleased about? Um, I mean, there's uh, the Martinez one. I think we called it last time. We'll be sitting here questioning why we haven't got him again, and he's already started yeah. to show, hasn't he? Uh, it's really annoying. But um, yeah, fair play. He is ridiculous, and at some point, we'll probably end up going back to him. I think when Villa's fixtures. Uh, they get a lot of extra games, don't they, after cities yeah. sort of fall away. So that, that's an option. Um, yeah, just just some regrets from me, really. I mean, Gundogan, obviously, I didn't captain him when he had his massive haul. So um, that was a, a missed opportunity there, really. Obviously, the other City players did fine. So it wasn't the worst. And just owning him was pretty good. For me personally, I weighed up which Chelsea option I was going to have for these two games. And Werner was strongly uh, mm. in my thoughts. So I because at the end of the day, if you can have anyone and it's just for two games, then I thought, well, why not go for the you know the the crazy attacker against Newcastle and people like that? You know, you could easily get two or three goals. Um, so I didn't go with it in the end just because he had a slight injury da- knock. He had a dead leg, and I thought if I go for it, I need him as captain. I need him a hundred percent to play on both this game and then obviously the one versus Southampton. Mm-hmm. And given the rotation um, from the manager, in the end, I thought, well, I'll play safe, and that's what led me to go to Rudiger, right? Um, who he did okay he got a clean sheet and um, was fine um but i think the vast majority of the top 100 went for aspilicueta yeah um who I obviously thought was a better player but in my mind i thought well if i need him for these two games as captain only uh, and aspilicueta is maybe slightly at risk maybe he's not but for me i thought maybe if they went for a back four we might miss out yeah. annoyingly obviously aspilicueta gets tier two which is three points yeah uh captain to six so it ends up being basically an extra goal that everyone else gets so like i said at the start really a lot of a lot of players that I've got in that have done well, but then I've just kind of captained the wrong person. I yeah. think I captained um, uh, Stones in the first Man well, City well, let's, game. Let, let's put your team up then, since um, okay. then we get on to that. So, oh, that's my one. So, let's get your one up. Um, Edison uh, in goal. And you've got a, a, currently a 5-3-2 with uh, Stones, Cancelo, Diaz, Rudiger and Vestergaard. Uh, Vestergaard is, is quite a template amongst the top 100 for mm. Southampton options. So there could be some some avenue there for those who've gone for Ings or Ward Prowse to perhaps mm. um, steal a march there. Um, Gundogan, Grealish, and Fernandez uh, in across the three, and then you've got Salah and Bamford up top. So yeah, as you can see, I mean our teams are quite similar, but there is a slight difference. And I think I think my team, our teams, are quite similar to a lot of other teams, in fact. But yeah, yeah. as you said, it's the captaincy, isn't it? The captains. So those that yeah. captain Gundogan, happy days. Yeah, exactly. And then um, went for the likes of, um, you know, Aspilicueta and or Cancelo and things. And 
And the, the, the Rodri one for me, I mean, it's, these are moves that I would have 100% done if I had more transfers. But for me, I had to feel, uh, I had to look a little bit more longer term. I mean, it's pretty obvious to me that Rodri would outscore Grealish over these next few weeks, just on sheer volume of games. And we talked about the fact that he basically comes pre-armed with a, an assist, so to speak, because he's going to get his tier two passing every game. Um, but the problem is at some point we probably would have had to bring Grealish in because you need Villa for for captain coverage. So I didn't want to have to bank a transfer where in reality Grealish, I mean, he's probably going to get outscored, but he could do okay. Obviously from the game, the other game of the day, I think he only got one point and then Rodri compounds it by getting a penalty. So um, I didn't expect that to happen. So it's kind of that thing that's just been a little bit like, what would you do different? Well, maybe I would have started with Rodri over Grealish, but then I'm booking in a swap. And could I ever see Rodri taking a penalty? No. So can I beat myself up about it? I'm not so sure that I can. Um, so, yeah, it's that Aspilicueta over Rudiger. Maybe I shouldn't have played so safe, but I guess we'll have to see at Southampton if they switch to a back four and Aspilicueta doesn't play. Suddenly I, I did okay on that. Um, and, and the Vestergaard bomb is actually close to being okay because he got 59 passes, oh, believe did. it or not. Yet, yeah, he, he got they, they fell off because I looked at my score and I thought, oh, and I actually mm. got the, the passing and then yeah. and then it got taken off. And then Fernandez was it Fernandez? Yeah, he got added. Yeah, he's got added. Yeah. So I couldn't work my, my score was sort of the same, but it was different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what happens with these? Um, I mean, I use FOTMOB, but I, I think you can use anything. They, they obviously track the passes throughout the game. And then they do a couple of updates at the end where <clears throat> I guess some of the passes won't quite be passes. They'll be like clearances or or things like that where they, they just do a once-over sweep and obviously adjust it. And, and in that adjustment, Vestergaard lost one pass. So he went from 60 to 59. But obviously that takes away two yeah. points, which is which is everything where I am. I just yeah. need those 10 points so badly. Um, so, yeah, um, in the end, not mm. too bad. Little bit of moans. Yeah, the Rodri thing, the Vestergaard, the Rudiger Aspilicueta. Mm. Um, Salah did fine. A lot of people didn't start with him and he got yeah. his one goal. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of happy with that at the moment. It's still very early days to make any judgments on this. And like you said, if anyone went Aubameyang or, or Zinchenko even, who had way more passes than yeah. everyone else most of the way through the game. Yeah. And Zinchenko is excellent. It's just you mm. never know he's going to play. He's really good for Sky yeah. Cheap, but obviously passes, tackles, yes. everything. Um, and, and yeah, Aubameyang, obviously, if you went for him, I think four people had him in the top 100. Um, and if you captained him on the day, that's the stuff of dreams yeah. where you are literally just yeah. you know chasing down something like 30, 40 points. Um, so yeah, overall, pretty happy. I mm-hmm. uh, wish I had more transfers, but it's too early to judge yet. Okay, so well, let's put my team up because it's similar but different. <laughs> so I've got a 4-3-3 at the moment with Edison, um, Stones, Cancelo, Diaz, Vestergaard, Gundogan, Fernandez, Jorginho I went for instead of Aspilicueta and instead mm. of uh, Rudiger. And I went for him just to be a little bit more different, but I also thought, you know, he will get me some points. And it, as it transpired, it did. Um, you know, he didn't score, he didn't assist, but he comes away with, with well, for me as captain, 14 points. So I'm, I, mean, I can't complain about that. Salah, yes. Salah was a player I just thought, I, I, I think there's, you can get caught up a bit in the Twitter sphere of fantasy football. And the, the trend is, oh, let's move Salah on. He's not worth that money. Um, you know, we can we can use that money elsewhere in our teams, whatever format in fantasy football. thing is, he's still really good. Um, I believe he was the, um, uh, whatever they have in the um, Champions League, like not man of the round or something like that. but Star of the round. Star of the week or something like that. But mm. basically in terms of that European creme de la creme competition, he was the star of the week so far. Um, 
I've got Sterling in and Bamford. So Bamford, yeah, I mean, there's captaincy days there. Um, um, I think those that have gone for Rafina, well done. I think they're going to broadly score very similar. Um, Sterling, um, I got in once again to be slightly different. And I did captain him one day, which was costly. I wouldn't say I would have captained Gundogan. I might have captained one of the defenders and come away with... I might have captained Diaz and come away with nothing. I mean... Uh, I might have captained Edison and just got sort of a, a well he actually got a good return in that first match but I went for I went for the explosive guy up front um, and you know he got me some points but um, you know that's what the risk you risk you take sometimes I'm I'm within the top 1000 I would love to be in the top 100 I think that may be a tall order but um, you know I'm not going to do that by just captaining the same Diaz yeah. every week like no I think 100% I'm, I'm behind that move I think the Sterling thing's annoying because he costs a lot of money yeah. and quite often you don't really want to captain him because of, well, we've been in before mm. with the Liverpool thing, the Van Dijk over yeah. Salah, the situation. Yeah. The defenders just nearly always, I mean, even they blanked last week because they, they conceded against Everton, mm. but they still all got five points and that's yeah. why they're so good. Um, and if Sterling blanks, generally it's two points. And he obviously then gives you a decision, like, who am I going to captain every week and you can get it wrong. But Gundogan shows you that the people mm. who went for the attacking asset over the defender got really well exactly, rewarded. Exactly. So it could have just been the other way around and Sterling got it. Plus also Sterling has got a lot more games to come than mm. a lot of these other options yeah. up front. Um, and now there's even rumours that Kane might be might be injured, yeah. for example. So a lot of people went Sterling over Kane for his sort of four for two. Mm. So at the moment, I mean, if, if he's out of the West Ham game or... Or even worse, I think, is, is if he's starting, because I was always going to bring him in this week. So I was going to do really good to Kane. Now, given the fact that there's all these injuries sort of noise and doubts, that's a worry for me. Because if mm. I bring him in for that game and suddenly he goes off injured during yeah. it, that's two transfers I've yeah. used. And that is Well, I've been called out before stuff. with Kane. I got Kane yeah. in. Um, it was worse for me because I got Kane in for Mane before he scored. Um, yeah, yeah. And it was even worse. But then I got, you know, and, you know, moving around Kane to Vardy and things like that. And <clears throat> I just wish I hadn't that bothered. Um, I do have Sterling's place earmarked as being Kane if I need Kane and if I think I need Kane. But I don't need him for the West Ham game. Yeah, I no, might, I would I say now w- you leave him for that four for two, don't you? You leave yeah. him now. Yeah, mm. uh, I might I might not bother um, with Kane. Also, Kane has been, you know, he's been, I mean, he's not been getting hat-tricks. He's not, um, and Man City no. are playing so well. Spurs, I know they did well in Europe this week, but that's that's different to, to how they've been doing in the Premier League. And they have not impressed me at all um, as an attacking force, even when Kane's in it, in the team. No, it's true. But for Sky, he's just he's so good because yeah. he's obviously got the shots on target yeah. and everything. He's like a darling, isn't he? He's yeah. still the second highest scorer yeah. despite not doing that much. Um, but I'm with you. I mean, he hasn't been... I mean, it's just Spurs' nature, isn't it? We all know that they score sort of one or two goals and then, then often kind of sit in a little bit when you think they, sh- mm. they should probably go for the jugular. But it doesn't mean that in a, any game, because of his shooting ability and the fact that he's on penalties, he can't just pick up a brace or a hat-trick out of the blue, I guess. And... Yeah, for me, I think I think people who've gone for Sterling, they might be beating themselves up a little bit at the moment because obviously he didn't yeah. do that well. But now I think it's a perfect storm of, well, I can leave people like me that are probably going to have to bring Kane in for West mm-hmm. Ham and I'm running a massive gauntlet and you're yeah. still getting that four for two. Well, it, it is the first game it. on the Sunday, so you will see at least. The, but yeah, as yeah. you said, he's, he could go off injured. I didn't like Mourinho's comments at all. They were so mm. vague. You know, he couldn't travel. Or he, he didn't want to travel. And then he was talking about, you know, he know, knows his body. He knows that he needed yeah. that break. And I'm thinking, Harry Kane, we know 
because mm. never needs a break. He would have to be hospitalised to need a break. Yeah. Um, well, this is the thing with Jose, right? And as a Manchester United fan, or loosely, um, we know yeah. about this experience and all yeah. that talk about what you know when he was with us and the likes of Phil Jones and something. He would constantly be digging him out in the media, saying like, "I can't, believe, you know, these guys are injured, and I need them to play when they're injured, basically. So they're going to yeah. do it for the team, sort of thing." Mm-hmm. And the fact that Spurs were in such a bad period of. Uh, their form was terrible and obviously they were playing that West Brom mm. game Kane just appeared like almost a week or two early from their initial yeah. assessments so to me that all smells of Kane wasn't quite right yet and they've risked him and he's had another little slight tweak uh, which is yeah again he may start for the West Ham game because they've rested him but these things will carry on and eventually we came we know it and we said it's all this season yeah. actually on this pod Kane will get injured at some point during yeah. the season and then, and then it starts to be a problem and yeah. already it's it's started now which is horrific timing because you really do need I think um, Kane or at least mm-hmm. a Spurs asset for, for captain coverage a lot part of the season yeah. because of just the way their game's full mm-hmm. um, and, and as we know the experience of having Son without Kane was not a good one so no. if he does become injured or, or whatever happens with him then suddenly we're at a loss almost because you you know who do you go for from Spurs I know this is these are all lives, buts, and maybes. Maybe Kane plays and he's absolutely fine and there mm-hmm. isn't a problem. But it's something to think about in the back of your mind. If if there is no Kane, what am I going to do with that spot? Because it yeah. might have to be someone like Hoiberg yeah. rather than Son and just sit him in for the bonus. I mean, Maybe something like that. I had a th- I, I, I was just having a think about how I play Sky because I'm I'm a, a currently a top thousand manager, but I'm not currently a top hundred manager. I have finished in the top hundred before, but I'm currently not. And I've wondered what is the difference between me and some of the other managers like yourself and, and some of the other guys uh, and gals around uh, around Sky on social media. And I think for me is because I do go for those players like Sterling over another player or and it, I, I don't when I, I sort of slightly glaze over a bit when there's too many fixtures to plan ahead. I just think <laughs> yeah. I, I, that's now stopped being fun. And I'm now sort of in a world of work and spreadsheets, <laughs> and um, and I just I'm just thinking about who's going to score some goals, maybe. <laughs> yeah, going yeah. For that, and, and no, I hear you. And but unfortunately, the way I, that that method for me means I'm not I'm not a top hundred. That's not a top hundred mentality. Top hundred mentality is looking at four for ones. Who is getting passing tier? Who is likely to get passing tier? And and it's often a defender or a boring midfielder like Hoiberg. Yeah, it's fixture volume and bonus points, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? That's that's the thing that yeah. Sky is different that you can get your advantages in. But it has to be said, it doesn't always work like that. Often you can feel like you're clever, do that, and then mm. obviously your your Harry Kane or your Sterling bangs in a hat trick, yeah. FPL style, and and suddenly it was all for nothing. That has happened in previous seasons, so it just swings and roundabouts. To be to be fair, yeah. So I mean, I was just looking at those, just look, looking at my team and things like Sterling, and what I'll probably do is I don't know what I'm going to do with Harry Kane, but I'm definitely going to keep Sterling for the Arsenal match. I'm going to not bother with Kane for the West Ham match. I'm then, I've then got, uh, just looking at the fixtures. Sterling plays two, doesn't he? Especially if that Wolves game goes in there, basically, yeah. which we think it will, then he's going to play two over. Well, it's over. been hinted by Pep that it will. Mm. Um, we should. This is being, to timestamp, this has been recorded on Friday morning. We'll try and get this out as soon as we can. Uh, but um, yeah, the deadline is Friday, is uh, this evening and Friday. Um, yeah, uh, Man City, uh, you know, they have that, uh, an extra game there. So they play West Ham, probably another game as well. Um, depending on how it falls, I'll either get Sterling to Kane ahead of the Burnley match or not bother with that and get Kane in perhaps for uh, the Spurs match against Palace. And that could be the one. 
I need. Mm. I don't need Kane really. I may need Kane from there on, but we don't have the fixtures yet, so they may be announced uh, by the time you see this. Um, also, Man City play Manchester United then. And I never really liked Sterling in those sort of matches. I just don't feel that that's his type no, of match. <laughs> he's often been not particularly good yeah. in the big games. He's done better of late, but yeah. yeah, for a long time he was very bad in the big games, especially against Liverpool and stuff. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, well, I also think the problem with Sterling is he's because Pep likes people who are scoring goals yeah. and the fact that Foden is clearly scoring goals yeah. and Mares played the other day and showed that he can score goals. Mm. Foden can play either side. Mm. It wouldn't surprise me at some point if if Sterling suddenly drops out, um, we've yeah. seen it before. It was um, a massive rotation. He said it. He said, everyone's going to play. We're playing yeah. every three days. And that's going to be happening for a few weeks. We, we yeah. know there's rotation, which is yeah. why I'm thinking of moving off a Man City asset already, which is perhaps scary. But anyway, let's have a yeah. look at let's have a look at the fixtures coming up because um, there is, there's a few issues here that we need to look at for our team immediately so uh, the Friday Wolves against Leeds the Friday is now today <laughs> it's the Friday so Wolves play Leeds uh, Bamford for both of us I presume yeah but Rafina, Dallas I think they were good options 100% I think, yeah I think Neto is a good option as well if you for some reason you've got Neto <clears throat> and then looking at the well, Saturday Phillip, Phillips is out isn't he so even, out. even Wolves you'd expect might be able to get um, a goal in that I'm, I'm a little bit nervous as a Bamford captain because um, as we had on the Scoutcast and with Seb as being a Leeds fan, had some great analysis there and also David has done some work on that and they were showing us <clears throat> that it's not just in terms of defence where um, with Phillips out, a Leeds suffer, it's their attack as well. Yeah, um, he's a great playmaker, isn't he? He knocks the ball yeah. beautifully, yeah. Yeah, no, I agree, I can see that. And the thing is with Wolves, nearly every game's nil-nil at half-time so it'll yeah. be, it'll be, um, yeah, you'll be nervous on that one, I would yeah. have thought, but... It's Bamford. If he gets shots on target, yeah. that's fine He's because we'll be exactly yeah. And Dallas, like we just said, he might concede, but he, he could get passing bonus yeah. in that because it's Wolves. Even if he plays midfield, he could could get tackles. Dallas is probably your, your safest bet yeah. for some sort of avenue to points. But in terms of explosiveness, I, I guess it always has to be Bamford just for those penalties and yeah. shots on target. And... Uh, worth noting, Rafina is on uh, corners, a lot of set pieces. So yeah, it looks very uh, good. Yeah. Assist potential there. Um, moving on to the Saturday, Southampton against Chelsea, Burnley against West Brom, Liverpool against Everton, Fulham against Sheffield United. Um, for me, um, it's on Salah, but um, I think if I had Nick Pope, I'd be very tempted <laughs> with mm. that. Um, I think it also could be it could be a potentially good match for your for your Southampton or Chelsea assets. Mm. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'll, I'll be on Salah for that game just because uh, it just makes sense. I don't have Pope. And the Southampton Chelsea game, yeah, it could be lucrative, mm. but I don't know which way that's going to go. To be fair, I'm I'm not sure 100. Mm. percent I know Chelsea have been winning games to nil, so maybe you could expect a one or two nil there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Salah just makes sense if he if he's playing and, the, and there's no you know there's no Bruno Fernandez or Man City player on the same day, then basically he's just a standout for yeah. me. So I'll do that. Yeah. Um, on the on the Sunday, it's a Fernandez day. Uh, don't bother with the rest. Uh, Manchester United play Newcastle, <clears throat> so. Unless you're one of the four managers in the top 1,000 that don't own Fernandez, I'm just captain him. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, West Ham against Tottenham, obviously could be Harry Kane. You'll at least see whether he's going to play. Villa against mm. Leicester. Um, so um, Harvey Barnes um, could be an option. Grealish, Barnes, Grealish. Watkins, lots of good options. Arsenal there, yeah, against Madison. Man City, take your pick. But um, I, I, pref- I, I just prefer Fernandez that day. And I'll know, I'll know he'll play. Yeah. Um, 
I do think Man City, I mean, because of Arteta's style and the way they've played against the big teams, mm. is to sit in and try and counter on them. And obviously he knows Man City quite well. Mm. So I think, therefore, Man City players will get passing bonus. I mean, they get it in every game. It's hardly a, a brave prediction. Um, so, yeah, he's, there's still an option. It's just that you feel like Arteta might be able to mm. nick a goal there, especially with Aubameyang being in, in the form that he's just shown uh, and obviously playing against Sobro. I mean, yeah, I can see maybe 1-0 one, mm. one City. I mean, that's an obvious score at the moment, 1-2-0. But I just think when Bruno Fernandes plays, you just have to almost go there, don't you? And mm. against Newcastle, I mean, did he score two goals in Europe yesterday or uh, something as well? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he just, just can't. Relentless. He's just relentless. It's was mm. it was um, in the Premier League. He's now played thirty eight matches because he joined around this time last season, and he's had forty one attacking returns. No, it's just madness. And then yeah. home to Newcastle. I know they're trying to attack mm. a little bit more, which strangely may actually help out Bruno Fernandez mm. a bit. I don't. I think Newcastle will probably score, but it might give Bruno Fernandez a little bit more space yeah. to operate in, which is which is a good thing, obviously. Yeah, and then moving on to the Monday, and this is this is the teaser, the teaser, uh, Brighton against Palace. Um, Lock in that clean sheet already. Yeah, and now I now Zaha's out, as far as we know, um, unless Roy is suddenly a developed kidology. Um, but Zaha's out, so that means that Palace will be rubbish, and Brighton's defensive form at home, especially, has been fantastic. Um, this is where I'm going to make a move. Um, so this will be my first post post overhaul move, I think. Um, mm. And I'm going to move a Man City defender on for Dunk. Okay. Because I, I have Edison, I have um, uh, Stones, Cancelo, Diaz. Um, there's going to be rotation. We've already seen heavy rotation. Diaz mm. and Stones are not going to play. Say they've got two games coming up. They're not going to play two games. They're going to play one game. Um and Cancelo is at risk as well of missing a game. I think if all of them to go, I think it might be stones for me. Um, my other option is to get Sanchez in for um, to get Sanchez in for Edison. Edison. Mm-hmm. Um, so I might try to do that as well. That is another option for me. I'm sort of keeping my powder dry on that one. And then, uh, but I'm thinking of moving the next move on. So if I went for Sanchez, I would then move to Martinez for a while. If I go for Dunk. I'm going to move, that would mean I um, I would move Dunk to Harvey Barnes, who is not going to be well-owned, is getting shots tier, is scoring goals, has great fixtures. Um, I don't even need to see, you know, which days it falls, but it could be that he's a good captaincy option as well. So we mm. might know by then. And I, I kind of discussing why am I a top 1,000 manager, not a top 100 manager, probably because I'm going to go, um, stones out for Dunk, then to um, Harvey Barnes. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> no, I think I think that could work. It's just, yeah, I'd want to keep Stones in that in that equation somehow, but it's just not possible, is it? And for me, that Monday the twenty second, I won't have a Brighton player. Um, and obviously, starting with a Brighton player already mm. looks like it was a good move. Yeah, um, I was hoping yes. they were gonna they were gonna have their clean sheet bust. I mean. Because that was the tougher game of all of them, mm. probably, wasn't it? Home to yeah. Villa. Um, but Villa were awful on that game and Brighton were fantastic. Mm. So right now it looks like that is an absolutely nailed um, clean sheet, possible bonus points. Yeah. Dunk looks fun. We talked about it before. Palace yeah. are shocking on set pieces. Dunk. I wouldn't be surprised if Dunk hit a worldie haul in that game. Yeah, he, and he's got a goal in him. And he's got a goal in him. Yeah, that's what I mean. So it's kind of annoying. So I'm just going to have to pray that, that AU pops up mm. with a goal or... 
Eze somehow. I mean, Eze's great. I don't really understand why they are so bad without Zaha when Eze's come in and Eze's not. He's he's kind of comparable to Zaha in a way in terms of he can dribble with the ball and he can yeah. he, he's you know he's creative. Um, so I don't I don't know. I mean, it's all, the facts are there. When Zaha's not there, they are rubbish. But to me, it just doesn't make sense. Like why? Because you've now got Eze. Like it was excuse an excuse before. Um, so I'm just praying they can get something. I'm not. Well, I mean, as, so as a Brighton fan, the answer's simple: Palace are rubbish. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, the, the what, I mean, what's interesting about Palace is I do think genuinely, just as a, if I was completely neutral on this, I would think they're poorly run in terms of virtually all their players are out of contract by the end of this season. That is not a good state to be in. Um, so they, they they've got sort of. Yeah, Zaha is is their best player, and I don't think the the collection of players they got at the moment is people who are who should have been moved on a while ago. The passion's not there. You the mean passion, the passion is not there. They've right, got yeah, sort of nearly men, carpet baggers, all of those. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's it's not a proper team because you take one player out and it folds and crumbles. Wolves were almost like that, um, but then they they found a way to play without Jimenez. So sometimes they'll lose, sometimes they'll win. And it depends on, because so, they've got players like, say, Neto, who are doing well. Um, and of course, they've got Johnny coming back. Um, but with Palace, nah, they're I mean, just a no-go for me. There is a consideration, like like the move you're making now, I think mm. in the projections from Ian Parrin, and it seems to be following following suit at the mm. moment, that Brighton may end up with another well, two, might possibly, keep. or even more individual games moving forward. Well. So, you know, for me, the thing is, this is a great entry point. Even though you've missed the last one, it is annoying. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I should have had that. But sometimes you just have to forget that. Well, they've got West Brom like, next. So that's... Yeah, again, another clean sheet, probably. I'll, I'll be keeping... Yeah, the, the hop-off, if I did that, would be... So Brighton have got, um, looking forward, in game 25, Brighton have got West Brom. And then the following day, Leicester have Arsenal. So that would be a drop-off for me, point. Um, but I might keep Brighton for the Leicester game um, itself. And then that's coming. But yeah, depending on how it falls. So we could be talking extra games and yeah. also single, another single game day. I so. mean, there is, a, there is a slight possibility, by the way, that I've heard touted that Brighton versus West Brom could could end up being on a single match day. Oh. Yeah, well, I know. So, well, Dunk's definitely got home, in for, for me. They've so. also got a home to Newcastle game at some point. I think it's during the FA Cup blank week or something like that mm. as well. Um, so yeah, there is... I should probably bring in a Brighton player for this week. And mm. I think we've even got a question on this. But yeah. I just, I look at my team and my lack of stops. And I just think, who would I take out? And like you, the the answer basically would have to end up being a Man City defender. Yeah. Now I do that and I feel like, will that be end up be, be worth the move? Well, it could be because of the individual match days. But if they don't get the individual match days, I would bat the Man City defender over them, even if they play less games. Yeah. But it's it's not... It's set in stone. I mean, that could easily go either way, couldn't yeah. it? So, um, yeah, it's a it's a hard one to 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 know the answer on, and I will wait till that game before I make a decision. I think. Okay. Um. So uh, let's come to our community questions then. So, uh, Tom Sky FF um says, would you rather move Aspi Aspilqueta? He means uh, to uh, another City defender. So he'll be bulking up on City defenders or Lewis Dunk, uh, for the Palace captaincy. Well, I think we're really much given our answer and move I'm going to do I'm actually going to move a City defender on for a Brighton defender which sounds insane but in this yeah. game it could work um, it, as for the question yeah I, one of my regrets is I, I like Jorginho and I've gone for the penalty guy 
But if I'd have got Aspilicueta in, Aspilicueta to Lewis Stump is an absolutely easy move. And if you've got money in the bank, you can then move him on elsewhere yeah. to perhaps a Leicester player or a Spurs player if you need them. Yeah, I feel like we need we need a little bit more information there because mm. things like how many transfers you've got left yeah. to change it. Like we said, Chelsea have got a fantastic run later on. Mm. So maybe if you're let, or not on too many, you might want to leave him in because he's great. Then, um, like you've just said there, going to Man City or Brighton, well, to be honest, that would depend on how many Man City players you've got in your team yeah. right now. If, if you only put one or two in, then I'd say, to be honest, you need that three or four to make any benefit yeah. from them. So I'd probably edge that way. But if you've probably got three or four or, or more, like most people have, then right now it looks like Brighton is probably the way to go just because mm. of those single match days. Yeah. And just hope that Brighton continue in this vein, which is always the worry that will they or will they not. But at the moment, it doesn't look like slowing. And obviously they're... Their underlying stats and data across the season has yeah. been consistent and strong throughout. So it yeah. just looks like it's finally falling into place. Really. Which is really nice. As a Brighton fan as well, usually the way Brighton seasons, they start strongly and they peter off. And this way it's gone complete reversal. They've sort of been, um, yeah. they've had strong underlying stats, but the performances and the, the results haven't been great on the whole. And then mm. now it's suddenly come to fruition. So yeah, a bit of an about turn. Um, FPL Fish asks, do we get a Brighton asset or not bother? Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, for me, I'm definitely... I've got 19 transfers. It, for me, it's a no-brainer to use a transfer on a player like, say, Lewis Dunk, who, who gives me potential of points. But for someone like you who've got say, less transfers yeah. left, is it is it worth bothering with? Well, this is the thing. I need to tactically pick my times where I feel like I can, I can hopefully get away mm. with it. So for me, I, I probably won't because it's a Brighton asset and then I can hope that later on, like I've discussed, the Kane as a three-for-one and he yeah, goes mad. Yeah. Right, so that's that's where I'm at. But I feel like the nature of the game of Sky is to cover these captains. You've got to be in mm. it to win it, mm. and any single individual captain day can can net you th- forty plus points if you get it lucky. Yeah. Um, and right now, you know, Brighton look like I mean, Dunk looks like he's almost nailed on for fourteen. Probably probably ends up with something like twenty, and could end up with more if he ends up with man of the match or the goal. Yeah. Um, so yeah, given they've also got a possible two or three other captain days, I feel like if you've got 19 swaps or mm. anything like you then it probably makes sense just yeah. to cover it now yeah definitely um uh, matt asks how long are you keeping double or triple city defense and what is the plan on moving them off um and who are your targets well i think i've, I've just explained my one i've got stones cancelo diaz edison all four of them are not going to play every week that's just the way it is i'm going to have to take a gamble that uh, and just pick one that isn't and diaz i want to keep edison i think i want to keep but yeah, Cancelo, I think I want to keep because of the the potential of extra points. So for me, Stones or Edison will go. Um, but for, for you, are you looking to move off? Is there a particular hop-off point, you reckon? To be honest, I feel like I'm probably... I mean, right now, my intention is probably to keep them season long um, just because I like them over any other defenders in the game, um, even if they're playing less games. Mm-hmm. They just seem to do well. The one that is expendable is probably Edison. Um just simply because if I want to cover Aston Villa, who then will end up with extra games, and obviously you've already seen Martinez can match Edison in any individual yeah. game, and, and it often better him, um, and, and also free up funds. So I have a loose plan that at some point I may do Edison to Martinez. That's not even set in stone. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and apart from that, really, it's keep the Man City boys, unless we get to Champions League, and like you're saying, I'm looking at the lineup every week, and it's Walker, Mendy, Laporte, mm. uh, Garcia, and yeah. it happens one or two times in between Champions League then suddenly I'm going to have to do something about yeah. it because it's just obvious it's going to keep happening isn't yeah, it yeah. so 
Uh, right now, no no particular plans, basically. Sorry. <laughs> um, Sam Betts asks, how many people play Sky? Now, I'm quite interested in it. I don't know. Do you know? <laughs> Uh, I don't. I didn't get the total this this season, but I can I can find out. Mm. Um, but historically, it's somewhere between five hundred thousand and eight hundred and fifty thousand. It mm. it did go up to one million one year, mm. um, just just under. Uh, so I w- I would hazard a guess that it's around sort of the the sort of seven hundred thousand mark. But yeah. I shall find out for you and get the, mm. the exact total because it's hard to know when it's COVID affected. It could yeah. be that a lot of people haven't bothered. Um, yeah. Um, because it, that that's often the it, way. There seems to be a lot more attention to Sky this season. Um, I know a lot of people who played FPL are used to that, moved to play Sky as well, and are enjoying it uh, immensely, yeah. finding themselves doing very, very well in the top 100 mm. um, for the first time. Um, Dan Cox, who has won it, who's done very well in the past. Uh, are we has. brave enough to do without KDB? So, yeah, he's the, the Belgian elephant in the room, if there's such <laughs> a thing. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about a little bit about this. I, I currently don't have any plans to get him. Um, however, you know, if he comes back, looks like he's fit and firing, looks fantastic, plays up front, gets mm. two penalties, it's going to be hard to ignore him. Yeah. Um, and then, or even if he sits deep and suddenly starts playing in the playmaker in the absence of Gundogan and gets mm. passing tier, you know, he's got so many avenues. Then we've already discussed Kane. Kane suddenly maybe opens up an avenue if mm. Kane is is not quite right or gets injured mm. again. And I have got Salah in my team, so at any point I can move Salah on to, to Kevin De Bruyne, worst case scenario. Yeah. So that I kind of have got backups, but I don't really want... I mean, I no. prefer to have Salah and Kane. So, yeah I'm, yeah, I'm going to be ignoring him. And to be honest, it is literally on a whim and praying that he doesn't turn into last season's Kevin De Bruyne. That, makes, this season's De Bruyne. that makes me want to get him, because I'm assuming a lot of managers will think your way there. They will do, yeah. I um, mean, he is definitely a differential for the top 1,000. I, I think I would go there. For me... It would probably be Sterling to him or Ka- or or Sterling to Kane. So it's facing a Kane or KDB choice. But I could do something else um, um, and maybe do that. Um, I do like the idea of not many of KDB being a differential. I don't think many people in the top. I mean, maybe I'm being wrong, but I think in the in the Twitter sphere at least, I think a lot of people have have not really planned for him, just no. given how his season's gone. And we I've, I've talked about he is the best player in the league for me. So. Mm. If he suddenly switches it on, then then we, we might be in trouble. But I just pray that Champions League, his injury yeah. record, the fact that they may have steamrolled the league, that eventually they just kind of use him for Champions League and yeah. and give him the odd break. That's my my praying plan right now. But we'll, yeah. we'll see. Ooh, we ooh. just have to adapt, don't we? Fantasy football, we have to adapt. If these things change and, and suddenly you know it's yeah. not like that, then the, I'll probably the have The dynamics with Gundogan and KDB in the same um, team yeah. may change as well. Gundogan may not be yeah. as good. Uh, he may still be as good. We don't know yet. So I'm going to give it, going to give it some games. I want to see KDB play some games. I don't mind missing out if he's if he gets say a brace in the next game. Mm. Uh, you know, I'm monitoring. I'm going to give him a couple of games, at least a couple of Premier League games. The other guy who could break the game is Mr. Aguero, isn't it? It's not. Yes. He's, I mean, if he, it's ridiculous that he's barely not played at all this season. Mm. He may not even be the same player. Yeah. There's all these factors. But suddenly, if you see his name in the team sheet and he bangs two goals, yeah. then you're going to have the fear because that guy can hit four or five and, in a game. And, as we know. and a differential. And a differential yeah. there. Um, yeah. Vardy is another differential, I think. Um, I haven't checked his ownership, but I would assume that not many people have Vardy at the moment in the, in the top. 
100 or something. Yeah, and the thing with Vardy, I think, is a lot of people might have hang-ups on him because he was pretty poor mm. before his injury. But we now we know that he was kind of carrying this... I mean, we knew at the time-ish that he yeah. was carrying this niggle that was obviously yeah. affecting him. At the end of the games, he could barely walk mm. for a little while. So now you have to think, well, if that's happening at the end of the game, then that's also happening in the 87th minute. He's mm. just he's just covering for it, if yeah. you know what I mean. He's trying his best. So if, if he's suddenly free of that problem, then Vardy goes back to mm. anything like he could be, then... Yeah, that's a good thing, I think, because like a lot of people will have hang-ups on him mm. and maybe he just goes back to how he's been the last few seasons and we don't get him. Um, Dragos Sky asks, what's the plan with Southampton? Is Vestergaard no longer a good prospect? Um, so yeah, both of us have Vestergaard. And I still think he's a great prospect um, and he's cheap. But Yeah, I'm not having that, not having that right now. They've got, they've got potentially, like mm. in, in, in FPL terms, at least three double game weeks in yeah. a row now with all the fixtures oh, running. Yeah. So he's in for captain coverage. You know, at the end of the day, Southampton haven't been great. Do you want to use a spot on Ings? Maybe he's probably the best, but then you're using a forward slot. And we've already discussed this yeah. so many forwards. The only one for me is either um, JWP, James Ward-Prowse, mm-hmm. um, or, or Vestergaard. And and either of those is fine. But I feel like Vest. I mean, Vestergaard, he got that, that pass is taken off of him in yeah. the last minute. That could easily have been a three-pointer. I don't know if anyone actually watched the game, but Southampton were easily in control of that game and could yeah. quite comfortably have won it to nil um they obviously had that penalty given against them which yeah. i don't think was a penalty and then suddenly it changes the game you know they mm-hmm. then concede and then Neto scores a world-class goal against yeah. them um which you know may not if they hadn't got the penalty and one nil up and the tail's gone up it probably wouldn't have happened so yeah. it would find margins there so I, I still like vestigar for now at the end of the day if they keep getting spanked three or four goals and he's not yeah. getting passing bonus then he'll just have to go when he there's nothing else yeah. i can do about that but yeah, we'll have yeah. to monitor it no I, I i think he's fine i mean he's cheap enough i mean i i i sort of had dallas in that cheap role defender role for most of pre-overhaul and i was quite happy with him um mm. because he had the occasional goal in him and he had those the 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 uh the bonus tiers as well and the odd clean sheet so yeah, yeah. Vestergaard, he, he may be a season keeper for me if he stays fit. He's just, you know, just yeah. keeping there. Uh, and they've got a great, great run, so I'll be keeping him. But if you really want to jump off of him and you and you don't have a Brighton player, then obviously you could go to Ben White, who's 6.3 million. I don't yeah. think Ben White is a particularly great asset, but, it, you know, if you really don't want Vestergaard, and at least yeah. you're getting some coverage for a Brighton player there. Yeah, so yeah, definitely. Uh, Mark SkyFF, uh, so final question. Do we regret any of our overhaul picks, and is there anyone you wish you had bought? So I, th- I think both of us mentioned... I sort of wish I'd gone for Lewis Dunk from the start. Um, that's that's one of my regrets. I'm not sure who I would have gotten for though, because all virtually all of my other players got me points. So, mm. um, I, 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 yeah, I, I think I think Lewis Dunk would have been sensible, perhaps for one of my Man City defenders. I'm not sure. Yeah. I've talked about this quite a bit. I mean, Rodri Rod- over Grealish, maybe, but then I'm yeah. saving a swap. Could I have done the penalty? No. Um, Aspilicueta or Werner who was the one mm. I was touting as my differential I mean I was saying it in a lot of chat groups as well and then he obviously gets man of the match scores yeah. everything so that that's I should have backed myself on that one so yeah, yeah. I do have a regret I should have gone Werner over Rudiger yeah. uh, but because we're only one game into two if Rudiger gets clean sheet bonus and scores a goal from a corner next week then yeah. suddenly I look an idiot don't I yeah. so I can't say yet um, yeah so they're probably my two I, I think on the whole one I don't really have a tremendous amount of regrets because all the players I got in and you got in as well they're all from teams that work out and there's a there's a plan there's a plan for moving off them we're only one week in we we're can't you can't have in. regrets after yeah. one week really can you it's um, annoying when someone you know Rodri gets 14 and Grealish mm. gets one but <sighs> yeah what? I mean I think Rod- Rodri owner's got lucky because he's never going to take a penalty again 
Um, <laughs> and I think Edison owners also got lucky because he's not really going to get an assist again. He may well do. But I mean, that was, that was a fantastic assist, by the way. But Gundogan scored it and made it. He needed a player like Gundogan. Yeah, what a finish. What a control and finish. That it was, was un- unbelievable. I could yeah. not... Yeah, but it was a great part. A great assist and great goal. Um, that's not going to happen every week. Um, so that does make no. me think Edison could be surplus to requirements. Um, but yeah, other than that, I think I'm okay with it, really. Sort of jobbing along. Um, as I said, it's Friday. Um, we are expecting more fixtures soon. So by the time you see this, those fixtures may be out. So there's a caveat there. Next week, well, hopefully they'll be out by next week, hopefully. Um, so next week we'll discuss uh, game 25, but also we'll have a bit more idea what we're going to do planning-wise and some more fixtures to look at. But in the meantime, Luke, thanks so much for joining me and uh, good luck with your game week in Sky. Yeah, same to you, mate. See you on the next one.